Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast. This is a post-match reaction with Cam in Georgia, myself, Ray in London. What an utter shambles of a performance against Bournemouth, Cam. What do you say? Well, like I said, I mean, Spurs like to set records, don't they? And um, it's the first time that uh, Bournemouth have ever beaten Tottenham at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So congratulations to them. Congratulations, yeah. You may also remember, I did predict that we are the club, part of the contract for the players, says that where clubs are in trouble, they're about to be relegated. (laughs) Please make sure they get three points at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So the the players fulfilled that part of their contract today. Yeah, we would have been breached of contract if we hadn't let them one. So, um, absolutely, the season's going to hell. They're about to be relegated. Where do they need to come? Yeah, this is one of the weakest teams supposedly in the whole league, and we can't beat them, Cram. And what is fundamentally wrong with this? This is club is like a virus. What's wrong with it? Well, I mean, you know, be careful what you wish for. I say, do you remember the days when we used to say how bad Ennoble was? How bad? Uh, Soldado was how Soldado could only score what 10 goals a season, Jensen could only score what 12 goals a season. Well, you know what? We can top you there, we'll give you Richardson who can score zero goals per season. What are we going to do with that? How did he miss that chance? Oh, and on top of that, we'll pay 50 million for someone to not score a goal. Do you know what? I would do that for half the price. What about you, Ray? Yeah, I'll do it for a third of the price. You know, I mean, I'm I'm not picky here. But no, the, the was that, was that the miss are, of the? If you get a chance to score, make sure you're offside. Uh, what was that? The sixth offside goal they had this season. Yeah, uh, it wasn't him offside. It was Dan Juma was offside. To be fair, but anyway, he wasn't offside. It was Dan Juma. But tell me, how did he miss? Is it in his contract that he's not allowed to score a goal because he missed an open a sitter header right in the co- from the corner? Absolutely, it wasn't the first one. I mean. You know, that goal goes in, it's a different game, isn't it? But it all comes back to uh, shaky, leaky, uh, baby Spurs. What mentality? I mean, you know, a newborn's got better mentality than that when they're hungry. I mean, you give it, I mean, Newcastle Newcastle losing to Aston Villa opened a slight door, but then this is Spurs, you know, they're not going to take control of that. They're going to just flop again as usual. You know, I said we should be scared we're going to Newcastle. We should be scared we're going to Liverpool. We should be scared we're going to Aston Villa. Yeah, because no, I agree. I'll see where our next win is coming from. This team is, was only capable of fluking a win at home. Well, we can't even do that anymore. So what are you what, what you tell me who we're going to beat this season? Yeah, Leeds, just... towards the end, then Wolves will be in relegation battle. I mean, maybe we've got the 50 points to keep us safe. We're not going to go down, but that's about it. Do you want to be the question for you here, Ray? Is if you're a new manager coming in, building on on quicksand and scum that we've got, some of those players, would you want to also have the burden of Europe, or would you just want to be clean? Totally agree. I do want to say one thing. It was totally despicable booing of your own player. The way I mean, whether we like Davinson Sanchez is good or not to boo your own player, I I can't agree with that. It's disgusting from the Spurs fans. What do you think? Well, I mean. You know, in reality, if you're going to put boo the players because they're bad, we should have booed every single player. Yeah. I but mean, to, to single him out, but to single him I mean, out. We'll talk, about, we'll, we'll talk about Poro in a minute. Hold your fire on Poro. But to single Sanchez out, I don't think was right. I was thinking that's not right, right at all. He's, whatever he is, he's got the Spurs shirt on. We should be supporting him. 
Yeah, I agree with you there. And uh, but you've got to see the frustration from the fans' point of view. I mean, you know, everything that has just been happening with this club. And, you know, as we said, we call them the uh, Keystone Cop performances that they keep giving us. At some stage, people are just going to be fed up. And yes, it's probably not the right thing to do. It's not fair on the player. Uh, 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 and specifically on Sanchez. He, he was called in at a short notice. He yeah. hadn't had time to settle. He was put in with a such a shaky uh, midfield and back four that everyone was crumbling around him. But he was the, unfortunately, he got that last touch. Tell me what you think about Pedro Porro's performance. Well, Pedro Porro, I think at the back, is worse than a, worse than someone trying out for a high school team. <laughs> to be honest with you, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, when you see this kid comes on and he thinks he knows what he's doing, and all the kids start nutmegging him and taking the ball around him, and they're just standing there, and 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 you think, well, okay, maybe he's good going forward and can score some goals and get in the right place. Uh, he's a right, he's a right back. He's supposed to be able to defend. He's supposed to be able to do something. Both those goals were Pedro Porro's fault, I thought. Both of them. Well, the third one. I mean, the third one. <laughs> I mean, was it Poro that was turned or who was turned so easy? I can't remember, but it was just a joke, isn't it? The, first, mean, goal, the first goal was Poro's mistake oh, as well. But before that, before the first goal, how many mistakes had he already made? Yeah, but I, I was told, oh, we just need Pedro Poro as a right winger and then, you know, everything's going to be fine. We need to sign him, blah, blah, blah. People were up in arms when they didn't sign him. But now I'm under strange position. I wish Emerson Royal was playing there because at least this guy can defend. Mm. And he was playing well. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, is you've got two of the weakest players on the right side with Kulusevsky and God knows who he is right now, and Poro together. It just makes us look like a complete joke. Neither of them can cross, neither of them can pass, neither of them can hold the ball, neither of them can defend, neither of them can attack. And the whole of that right side was a complete joke. Other than that, they're pretty good players. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm sure Kulusevsky will be a great player when he goes back to Juventus. And my view is, like I said to you earlier, Ray, is he's playing probably playing like this because he doesn't want us to get top four. That way we don't have to sign him. You probably we're definitely, know the we're, way we're, to get out. We're definitely not going to get top four. It's between, I mean, Aston Villa, not Aston Villa, Newcastle and Man United will get top four. And they won't even have to break sweat to get it because well, we're not going to do anything. I fear for us at Newcastle, at Aston Villa, we're not going to do anything there. Liverpool, God knows what's going to happen to us there. We just can't defend. I think that Spurs will get in the last eight, seven games left. Is there seven, eight games? Seven games left now. We played 31. Seven games yeah. left. We'll probably get six points. So out of 21, we'll get six, which we'll see. Yeah. yeah. So we'll end up about 59. But, you know, you would you end up eighth or ninth and mm-hmm. just escape Europe? With an, as a, if I was a new manager coming in, that's probably what I would want. Mm. But who's going to come in this shower of rubbish? Who's going to come in and, and, and try and. This is Mission Impossible, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. You're not coming in to do anything, are you? You're just coming in to get a nice fat salary and to keep us in the Premier League and or keep us as, a, as pretenders of, as a top six club. I mean, other clubs will be coming in and they will be top six. So this year, we've seen Newcastle break into the top six and become a top six. Next year, Chelsea will come back, Liverpool will come back, and it will look, there, there's your top six. There's no room in there for a, for a, for a shabby, useless Tottenham Hotspurs. We're not a top six anymore. Are we? Because Newcastle have taken that from us. Yeah, yeah. Villa yeah, will yeah. take it from us next year too. So, so will Brighton. I mean, do you, I mean Brighton just not beat Chelsea? They, Brighton were extremely unlucky not to win. They should have beaten us as well. That should they have been Tottenham as well last. If it wasn't for VAR, yeah. Easily beaten us five two. So they'll they'll come in and they'll be a you know they'll be if you're talking about a top eight, we won't even be a top eight club. 
So would, would you care who the manager is? Who cares who the bloody manager is? No, no. They, they should have beaten Chelsea about four or five as well. I, I saw glimpses of the match. Yeah. But going back to Tottenham, let's talk about it again. What about the midfield? Hoybeg and Skip. My God, I don't think I've seen any... I don't know why people don't want didn't do anything. Laurel and Hardy in my last um, uh, thing, yeah. which you should have put up as the uh, title. Because I'm sorry about that. I will, I, yeah. uh, that's all right. I, th- I think they were Laurel and Hardy. You know, I, I wanted to think that maybe I was harsh, maybe I was wrong, but I'm so glad that they proved me right today. Because those two, I mean, what can I say? I think I think Hobie is a much better player than Skip. I think Skip is an excellent player for Division One or, or a, a mid-table championship team. Absolutely fantastic. Send him back to Norwich. Maybe they wouldn't have lost 4-1 or whatever they did today. They might have lost 4-3 or 4-2-1. Four, four, uh, and he might have saved them a bit. Brilliant. Is he cutting it since uh, up here at Tottenham Hotspurs? Well, I ask you one thing. You had Winks allegedly don't cut it. Lo Celso don't cut it. But Skip does. I mean, yeah. that is the mentality of this club. The guy who would have won a World Cup medal if he hadn't been injured, don't cut it. The guy who is at Napoli and is just about to win the Scudetto, don't cut it, right? Winks, who's now in playing in Italy, don't cut it. But this guy does? It's a complete joke. And that is, that's Tottenham Hotspurs for you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I know. I mean, why not take um, Skip off and bring Papesan? Bring who up? Yeah. Papesan. I mean, he can't do any worse than Skip, can he? No, he can't. He can give away a penalty at the last minute, but we gave away a goal. That anyway. wasn't really a penalty. I don't blame him for that. That wasn't a penalty. You know, it was, he shouldn't yeah. have swung his leg at it, but it wasn't a penalty. But listen, let me ask you: What do you? Th- how do you think Dan Juma did today? Well, is it? Well, he did a hundred percent better already in what is it? Fifty minutes of football than uh, Richardson's done all season. Yeah. So, I mean, what can you say? I mean, he's 100% better. I, I mean, he should, have, he should have been put on... Like, he should have got a lot more game time than he's had. I mean, you just bring him on. He's had hardly 26 minutes of game time, and he, at least he scored a goal in his first... Well, Cellini changed the shape, right? But mm-hmm. Cellini showed how he still cowers in fear, and he proved himself to be a coward today, my eyes. An absolute coward. You know why he was a coward? Why? Because he had the guts to change the shape, didn't have the guts to take off Kulisevsky, didn't have yeah. the guts to change the midfield, didn't have the guts to really go for it, right? Yeah, that's true. Kulisevsky got the ball, lost it every time, couldn't cross the ball, hoik him off, get somebody in there, we'll, you know, get one of the youngsters on. If he had any guts, he would have had Alfie Devine in there, anybody. Yeah, we might have lost, but we would have tried at least, right? But he proved himself to be an absolute coward. Yeah, he should have gone three at the back. And then five up top, two in the middle, three, two, five. Go for but it, man. You've got nothing to lose. Those players that weren't performing. Yeah. And he didn't. He he's a coward. Yeah. Well, he's he's Sorry. not really going to be our manager next season, is he? No, so, he isn't. And is it, it? clearly after today's performance, absolutely no chance they should even be there till the end of the season. Well, me. he's going to be there till the end of the season. We've got well, nobody else. That is a mistake. That's why we're not going to win anything. He's quite sensitive as he got to win anything. He now knows. They can't get anything from this team. He hasn't got the balls to do what needs to be done. So, what is his incentive to win any of these games? What actually is he? In, what is he winning them for? What, a future contract for a bonus? Well, he apparently in, in the press for? conference he said it wasn't the system; it was the individual errors that cost today. That's what everyone says. I'm sure that's what Lampard will say about Chelsea. Yeah. Um, individual. No, I think that the change of the system was good. Mm. When he changed it, 
but he was a coward because the individual areas, you could see the players that needed to be taken off. And he should have given somebody a chance, one of the youngsters, somebody a chance. But that Kulisevsky does not want to play for this club. Why is he playing week in, week out? Mm. Yeah? Should... We all know he was a better player than that, but he didn't want to play. He, he lost the ball. He can't cross them, overhits the ball. No interest at all. Body language is wrong. Why is he playing? Why is he? What's happened to him then? Why has he become like this, Cam? Because he wants to go back to Juventus. We don't make top four. We don't. We can't sign him. We only. But Juve are not in top four either, are they? Where would you want to play right now? <laughs> if you were, where would you want to play? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, I wouldn't want to play in this this rubbish club. I tell you the truth. But Pam, there must uh, Pam Cam. There must be some positives that we can take from. Is there an inch of positive? At least the Danjuma goal is a positive. Danjuma goal. Who else, who else do you think played well? Son had a good game. He tried hard. He had the puff. He looks a lot better than he did before. Kane was hoopless today. Kane's lost Kane's lost today. interest, I think, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, and I suppose Danjuma and Son were, were, looked, looked a bit better. Your goalkeeper, I mean, you know, did you really expect him to save anything? He just wouldn't do it. I mean, yeah. Romero, I suppose, on his own, couldn't really do anything. How did Longley play? Because after Longley went off, it all went pear-shaped, didn't it? How, did, how do you think Longley did? He, he, he seemed to hold it a bit more together. What I don't understand with this team is that we just we get sliced through by Bournemouth. They look yeah. like Barcelona in their heyday. I mean, can you imagine playing some of these other teams that we're about to play? Can you imagine the field day that Man United will have on this ground with these players? Just it's going to be embarrassing, I think. You know, I think it's going to be embarrassing. Well, if Bournemouth can play like that, right? against us and just run off and score that goal. And to, I don't know which player he put on his butt to score that goal. But, I mean, you know, God, I'm babies. I mean, it was so... Well, we couldn't do it. Of course, none of our players can do it, but Bournemouth can do it. First, by the way, that guy's first goal in the Premier League. Oh, for two years. Goal. Two years, yeah. N- Namin, I can't remember what his name is anyway. The guy who scored the... F- Vina, Vina or something. His first goal for two Vina, years. Right? It's always Dr. Dr. Tottenham. If you're in trouble and you've got a problem, come to Dr. Tottenham. Tell you the truth, I don't mind. If we're going to lose to somebody, I'd rather lose to Bournemouth. They seem like a nice club. Let them stay up. I would rather lose if I coach wasn't such a coward and put on the youngsters and said, these guys are not cutting it. They haven't got the blood in their veins, right? I'm going to put on blood some youngsters there because it looks like we're going to, it's over for us, right? It's over. It's absolutely over. The season's over now, you know, anyway. The, the, the fans would have got behind those guys, those kids. The fans yeah. would have got behind them and said, you know, we're trying. We've got a coach who's got some 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 something about him. He's he's doing something. But yeah. he hasn't got the balls. He's a coward. Yeah. yeah, he's a coward. Okay, Cam. I mean, you know, let's sum it up for us now before we close the podcast. What do you think? Give us a summary of where we what happened today, where we what's where we are and what's gonna happen in the future. For this season anyway. I don't think we're gonna win any of the next three games. I don't right. think we're gonna win any of the next four games. I think towards the end when the I think we may do a little bit better because now the pressure is complete. We're still fifth. Once we drop down to seventh or eighth, the pressure will be off the players and mm. they may perform a bit better and they may win a couple of games. But right now, whilst they're fifth, they're hopeless. They mm. can't, you know, whilst the fact that the other teams around us are not just pushing away like Newcastle should have and Man United should with their two games, so that it's completely out of reach. And then you might see the pressure lift from the players and they might play a bit better. But whilst mm. there's a chance of us hitting top four, they're going to be hopeless and never win again because yeah. they just are too scared of mm. success. This club mm. is too scared of success. The players are scared of success and it's probably written in their contract to be scared of success. They're taught it. They bring in, most teams bring in a psychologist to actually improve performance. 
I believe Spurs bring in one to 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 detract the performance, teach them how to be scared of winning. When you start winning, you need to crap yourself. That's why. And Pedro once, Porro, Pedro Porro looked like a world beater when he's playing for Sporting. Absolutely. I think it was Sporting, but absolutely. now he's come to Tottenham. Look at him. Look what he's become. He's become like, as you said, Bambi on ice. He can't defend. He can't. Somebody sat him down and told him, "Listen, mate. You know all this winning and all this passing players and scoring goals. They're going to work here. Yeah, you got to fit yeah. in with the team. You got to make the other players look bad. You got to yeah. start playing badly yourself so they look good. That's why you're here. Yeah. And that's the mentality that we've got. I believe once we hit seven. Yeah. And it's not possible for us to rise anymore. We'll probably mm. end up winning games because mm. the pressure's yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about Daniel Levy? Final point on him: He's never going to leave this club. He's going to be there till he dies, I think. So think nothing's so. going to change. Gonna is take it? it down with him. He's going to take it down with him. He's too shameless to leave. Yeah, too shameless. Yeah, Okay, come on, you Spurs. We always say that, Cam. And what's your prediction yeah. for Newcastle? We'll do a post-match for Newcastle. Uh, give me a score prediction. Will they score in the first half, all those three goals, or will uh, it take... Probably one in the first and two in the second. Okay, and the scorers? Three, the scorers for Newcastle, I mean, who cares? But it's going to be... Callum Wilson and Isak, I think. Yeah, easy. Isak might even get a hat-trick. Okay. All right, Cam. Thank well, you again for your... Almiron looked good. I mean, always, don't forget, Joe Linton was never able to score against anybody. He always scored against Tottenham. He'll probably get a hat-trick <laughs> because, he, you know, he's, he's relative. He probably, he probably can't sleep at night knowing Spurs are coming back into town and he can finally get a few goals. <laughs> oh, Cam, you make me laugh, mate. Yeah, okay, thanks for your time. You're gonna have come come on, you Spurs from you, Cam. Come on, come on, you Spurs we need. Oh, come on, you Spurs. Very sad, very unhappy day as a Tottenham fan. Yeah, same here. Thank you very much. Thanks. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.